millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to It's Your Funeral, the podcast where we interview guests about the most important day of their afterlives. As ever, I'm here with the only man in Britain that refuses to masturbate to Gillian Anderson's Margaret Thatcher. It's Sam Hammond, a.k.a. at Von Cruz. Sam, how are you? Yeah, I have masturbated to Gillian Anderson's uh, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Thank you very much. But yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I am ready to die now just to get the um, podcast numbers up because, you know, it would be a good PR stunt for us, wouldn't it? And I thought uh, any any slight reference to Thatcher would be enough for you to... It would be a huge boner killer for you. Have thought. you seen it on The Crown? She talks like Bane from um, fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love her in it. I absolutely love her. Uh, but not as much as obviously we all loved uh, Margaret Thatcher's funeral which hopefully we will revisit in one of our uh, episodes we may well do where we commentate over famous funerals, but we'll get to that. First of all, we want to hear from you guys at home. Send in any funny uh, funeral or death-based stories. Uh, find us on at pod, it's your funeral on Instagram or email us pod, it's your funeral at gmail.com. But our guest today is musician, producer and podcast host James Younger. How are you, James? I'm really good, thank you very much. Yeah. She's well fit, Gillian Anderson, isn't she? Do you know, she's, yeah, she lived in mad. Crouch End when, where I live. She, um, she grew up here and she, weirdly, she has an American voice and an English voice and she switches depending mm-hmm. on which show she's on, which suggests she might be a psychopath, but that just kind of makes her more sexy. It just suggests she's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> no, true. but she can't be acting when she's just doing her interviews, surely. Uh, right, yeah. I was just going to say, Barnaby, you're the, uh, you're the first Southerner I've ever spoke to who didn't like Margaret Thatcher, so that just t- threw me <laughs> through a loop there. <laughs> well, I have to put on a persona for Sam's benefit if we're going to work together. He won't work with me if I admit my clear Southern leanings towards <laughs> Maggie Thatch and the blue side. He's the only, only non-Tory from Surrey I've ever met. You're right. Yeah, that's true. James, how have you been? What have you been up to over Terrible 2020? Tell us about your music and your podcast. Well, the music side of things... Um, probably benefited from the lockdown just because it gave me a more time to focus on finishing a record, mixing a record with my band Yukon Blonde, um, which just came out and that's great. And then it also kind of allowed me and my friend Johnny Payne to, who you should get on your show actually, to reignite our kind of love of talking about um, 
like classic rock records and minutia of those things and the humor that is in you know you can imbue out of it so i've been i've been quite prolific actually i'm a bit of a renaissance man since the lockdown but it's not been as bad over here in canada so um it's getting bad now but it, it wasn't for a long time so you're getting the getting um, the full wave now the, the euro wave we're not getting the it's not like yeah it's like the british invasion yeah, the third one <laughs> yeah 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 so we're we're in a kind of lockdown state the similarly to you i'm in my closet right here you know um and uh today's gonna be one of those win grim winter days where i don't even get to see the sun you know I'll, I'll leave here after this and it'll be dark already so it'll really feel like i'm back in manchester yeah we were just talking to a guy uh bc Camplight, who's moved from philadelphia to manchester yeah i think i was i think i was talking to you about this the other day and we were saying the surely the only reason he did that is because of like a night and day waitress Yes, it, it's the only only possible yes. explanation. You'll have possible. to explain to the audience what that means, because even though we uh, know James and I, we're old friends, we we lived in Manchester together many years ago, and uh, yeah, night and day was always filled with these sort of bookish, um, beautiful, uh, sort of mis mystical Gillian Anderson types, yeah, really mystical barmaids, kind of sour faced, kind of mis mythical kind of creatures. Yeah, they, they they wouldn't talk to people like me, but. Um, I think James sometimes got a word out of them because he was a bit cleverer than me. But I can just imagine them luring a touring musician into moving to Fallowfield. Yeah, brutal. And and if we were gonna, or if our audience gonna listen to your uh, podcast, an impossible way of life, what classic rock albums do you go through? What what flavor? Oh well, anything really. I mean, we've been going through the greats, you know, sort of like taking, you know. Dylan and Neil Young, Crosby, Stills, Nash Young, the Beatles, that kind of stuff, and mm -hmm. just kind of like, you know, finding ways in which you can. I mean, a lot of men use, you know, things like kind of, uh, you know, T.J. Mackey and Magnolia style, like pickup artist, kind of Robert Greene books, like The Art of Seduction, to find women. But I've found that if you know loads of minute details about uh, classic rock, that works really well too. <laughs> and uh, and if at first they don't seem to be uh, listening, just speak over them. And you'll uh, you'll eventually you know win their hearts and mine. <laughs> Does irony come across in podcasts? Because if not, we're cancelled for sure. Yeah, we're ca oh, we're, we're buddy. It's it's it's, it's all done. Um, I liked when you talked about how living in Canada, there are days where you don't get to see any light. Because I think that's perfect for our funeral-based podcast. So, a question I like to ask all of our guests: What is your funeral experience, James? Um, I was a social worker, like I said, I've. I've been a bit of a renaissance man so I was a social worker for a long time and so I've been to lots of them there's also like we don't get to do drugs anymore in Canada because there's an overdose epidemic mm. so lots of just kind of uh, sad funerals of really poor people who have um, you know succumbed to addiction or um, it's not funny this at all by the way this isn't irony no, that's fine um, and also um, you know just kind of uh, going to funerals where like no one really liked the person things like that That's you know and find, listening to kind of like local the local pastor kind of have to try and find um you know ways to bring people together which is um always weird you know who's there then just is it just you there then if no one likes that person who's there sort of sometimes it is just like the social workers it's yeah it's bleak, is that part of you your know? job you've got to go Nah, I think you just sort of find a connection with these people because you um, grow that empathy you know, then because of the job yeah. yeah or just that like sometimes you know like 
the people i mean i'm to- I'm not talking necessarily about addictions here it's just like things like people you know people who have like crazy tempers that they can't control and mm. you sort of think oh this it's not like their their dad was a dickhead to them or something you know and mm. it's you know i listened to the one you did the other week about um the, the guy who was talking about like dmt and stuff like that oh yeah um so that would be my other funeral sort of thing uh you know experience because i've died like four times every time i've done dmt so yeah have you have you broken through and met the spirit elves the alien yeah, man you met them yeah yeah what did they tell you <laughs> um they didn't say much just that i wasn't ready and it was time to go that's back that's what they say to lots of people see i was too much of a pussy and i didn't dare break through i like i had to have one more hoof on the uh the pipe to go through and i was like i don't want to and it, yeah i got scared but um i do fancy a trip back but yeah I, i'm fascinated by this i don't know i'm sort of more on the i sort of take the Herzog route with this the kind of like it is not <laughs> sensible to stare deep into that abyss <laughs> <laughs> kind of I'm vibe. laughing so hard because once again this has fallen into a drug chat which I I love but I I feel like until I've tried some of this DMT myself I'm just in a completely well, different world next, of not understanding the next, uh, podcast let's get some well Sam as you know we've discussed this podcast idea but we need to be careful because I think we need to sell it to Vice so we yeah. can't can't pitch it on air. Okay. Vice have a guy who does drugs all the time. I mean, that guy, I think he's called Barnaby, actually, isn't he? <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> it's not me, no, unfortunately. And we know there are only three Barnabys in the world. I believe the common denominator of the universe is not harmony, but chaos, hostility, and murder. Exactly. James, how much thought have you given to your own funeral in your life? I don't really think about I know people who are, some people are obsessed with death, aren't they? Um, like, mm. I don't really like like i say it's the hurt the hurt soggy and root i don't i don't really look too deep into that one um you know mm. i mean heaven forbid i, I just want to get this said it's like no one would l- listen to this and think that this is like my actual last right no they, they you will, know like they it's will. like that's, that's the lo- whole point. local local man died in an in a penis accident but luckily he was on a <laughs> podcast about funerals just before so we know exactly what he'd want We've all done accidental things with our penises, but like, what kind of accident would... Well, I, have you not seen the film Law Abiding Citizen? Uh, no, I haven't. What's that? <laughs> it's like a really... like It's a, a post-taken, very bad, but eminently watchable film starring Gerard Butler, okay. in which he is present when his wife and his child gets murdered during a break-in. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because one of the revenge things is that he ties the murderer to a slab and saws off his penis with like a one of those circular saws and it's um yeah it's like i said it's watchable well maybe that's what i'll uh maybe that'll be my kind of open casket style they tie me down to something and slice my penis you off. could do like your accident just to go back to the accident it could be like you know that film 127 hours where he has to cut his own arm off it could be like mm-hmm. a sequel yeah. to that but like you fall down a cave and you get your knob caught in like a rock and you have to saw your own penis off makes sense mm-hmm. That was one of the better films that was just one scene. Oh. Which one? The penis one or the arm one? The ar- Well, the arm one. It was one one scene, one very long scene, but I remember watching that and not I hating it. I can't watch that. I don't want to watch someone cut I've never watched off. it, yeah. Fuck I can't that. watch it. I don't want to watch a man get his but, penis or arm cut no. off, for that matter. They're not, they're not real, guys. They're films. But it looks real. <laughs> it happened in real life, <laughs> too. Did, yeah. The 127 hours one did, yeah. I sure. would not do that. I'd just be like, fuck that, I'm going. Bye, sorry. I'm not cutting my own arm off. I would give up the so, fight to live. It depends if it was your wanking hand or not. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a bit extra, so yeah. it's fine. Okay. 
like a secret agent sometimes you sit on your hand and paint your nails <laughs> sometimes so most times you don't know it's you yeah. <laughs> funnily enough when we have women on this show we very rarely get into the subject of wanking but with men it's pretty much a a rite of passage to being on it's your funeral well, it's women your funeral. have only just started wanking though we heard from uh, Sydney Lima the other day that via Lily Allen that women have discovered it now True. We, can't, we can't have anything can we Lily Allen actually invented it as we discussed yeah. then we need to get Lily Allen on this podcast. We've talked about her so much now. We need to get her on it. Can't be too hard to find these days. I know. We go to the Groucho Club. Yeah, she might be in there still. <laughs> find her there. Find her in Soho. The she was in like Somerset or something with some children. I think she might have given up on, on this sort of malarkey. So, James, despite the fact that you haven't thought a lot about your funeral, let's imagine we are on a podcast where your fancy funeral is being discussed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how do you want it to look? Where do you want it to be? Who's going to be there? You know, have you got a vision in your head? I was thinking that, like, it depends if I get shot in the head, Joe Pesci style in Goodfellas, really. Mm. Like, what it would look like, because it would probably, if that happened, I'd definitely have an open casket, because it would be weird for everyone to look at. Like a jigsaw puzzle of your skull. Yeah, that kind of nature, things of that kind of nature. Um, I don't know, it'd be nice for everyone to have a nice holiday out of it, you know? Kind of like a wedding. Yeah. To Canada. You could come here if you want, yeah. It's quite nice. You go to one of the Gulf Islands and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, it, you know, it kind of looks like the Scottish, uh, you know, Hebrides, but um, closer and um, weeds legal. Mate, I've been to the Gulf Islands with you and it does not look like Scotland. It looks like sort of a paradise dream. It's the best place I've ever been, I think. Don't tell everyone. Yeah, well, no, it looks like Blackpool. But, but I'm assuming this paradise dream is cold. No. Nah, it's not really in the summer, it's not. It's only cold on the east coast of Canada. We're in board shorts over here. I haven't heard the word board shorts since 88. Yeah. It's good, <laughs> isn't it? Let's bring it back. When my dad bought me some board shorts. Yeah, I was more into like sp- lycra, spandex kind of shorts at that cycling age. Cycling shorts. Cycling shorts, yeah. I, I, would wa- I always wanted to wear cycling shorts underneath my football shorts like John Barnes did. That's a good look. John Barnes came to my school once. Did he? Yeah, he did. The greatest UK rapper of all time. He was. Certainly. Invented grime. He invented he grime. He did invent grime. <laughs> Frederick Ogilvy, who was at my school, was his cousin. Sorry, Frederick Oval- Ogilvy. Ogilvy's cousin was John Barnes. Yeah, his, his cousin was John Barnes. Wow, what a name. I don't, Ovaltine, I don't know. Well, Ogilvy, Ogilvy is the name of a big advertising company, I don't I know think. where that name comes from, but yeah, his his cousin was John Barnes, and we were like... Frederick, you're a lying little prick. And then one day, John Barnes came to the school gates, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" The problem is, is if that happened now, it could have just been that he got booked on Cameo. Yeah. But I guess back then, that was probably real. No, this was the height. Is he on Cameo? He will be. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Even at Von Cruz is on Cameo these days. I'm not. Nice one, mate. I wish I was. You should be. You can make about six quid that <laughs> doing that. Six quid at a go, I'd put you at more than I make on Instagram. I did an interview on my other podcast with uh, Ewan McIntosh, who played Keith in The Office, and he was totally open about... He was like, basically, in lockdown this year, all my money that I've made has been through Cameo and its equivalent apps. Yeah, and uh, he was like wa- waxing lyrical about it. He's like, yeah, he gets paid 50 quid a pop just to do impressions of what he did in, in The Office 20 years ago. It's not bad, is it? Sam spends all his money on that naked guy who slaps his penis around on Cameo. Naked Martin. He's not on cameo. I, I send him that money direct, but yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I have bought a few videos of Naked Martin. I did see one of him the other day, though, that uh, doing something very disgusting on Twitter. I didn't buy this, so yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to discuss it on the podcast. It's not, not podcast friendly. <laughs> Wait, you shouldn't have brought it up then. Well. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know, I'll, I'll leave that to you guys to find Naked Martin's most horrific video. I'll just say this. It involves a sandwich. Okay, exciting. Um, now, James, you know, you have quite a big band, quite a successful artist. Some celebrity funerals have been broadcast with screens outside for the public to watch along. Is that something we could envisage with yours? Sort of Diana style. Jade Goody, I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you could do that. I, I think it's sort of paint a vulgar picture style, isn't it? Because like, you'd be doing it to try and sell records or like drum up your celebrity. I never really know why celebrities do that after they die, actually. But I guess it's like the estates that are doing it. Must you know, be. To yeah. make more money. Yeah, I don't really... Honestly, after I die, I, I'll just... You, anyone can do what they want with me, really. I don't, I don't really mind. It's the kind of like the Johnny Depp, Hunter S. Thompson thing. Mm, Fire me rocket, out of a cannon. Yeah. Although I wouldn't want him showing up, Johnny Depp, at my funeral. No, he'd beat up all, he'd beat up all your female friends, or not. Yeah, d- dressed as a pirate, beating up all the female <laughs> women, the women in the in the place. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. 
Yeah, there's always a guy who there's always a guy who dresses up like Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean in every major city since that movie came out. Do you think there still is? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Because like, I think The Matrix had a big effect on men's fashion, mm. and so did like Waterworld. There was a Waterworld guy in Vancouver <laughs> for a bit, but I think that Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean, Keith Richards guy, like mashup is like people misguided sort of incels yeah took on that mantle did russell brand come before pirates of the caribbean or after interesting very interesting yeah so interesting or did he kind of like fully embrace like the the, the true pirate mm. energy after it being greenlit by johnny yeah before johnny was uh, beating up his girlfriend or whatever he was doing I mean, allegedly and also allegedly. you know how do we feel about that because uh, there's there's two two very strong arguments in that trial that I read. They both seem like complete wankers, and I think just let them beat each yeah. other up. Yeah, I should probably get back together. Well, that'll be that'll be how they sell their next uh, movie. That video they did when they got to Australia and they tried to smuggle some dogs in, and they had to like they had to <laughs> apologize on a video was it's just the most lame thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I don't even remember how we got onto Johnny Depp. Johnny Balls Depp. I don't want him to come to my funeral. No. He would probably he would probably um, take some of the some of the attention away from you, to be honest. Well, yeah, exactly. He'd be he'd be trying to sell Sauvage perfume Sausage. for a start. Yeah, well, I mean, and that segues into the perfume I'd wear at my funeral, which uh, you know, I I'm a histoire. Missy Miyake. His, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a histoire de parfum guy normally, but last time I was in London, me and Sam went to a niche perfumery on uh, in Covent Garden, and I bought a perfume that smelled like cocaine. There's one of them that was, she was like, do you want one that smells like cum? And we were like, well, we'll smell it. And it did just smell like cum, didn't it? Yeah, it did, yeah. I had a little ta- a sampler of it for a while. I think it was just cum. I think it probably was <laughs> just bottled yeah. cum. I mean, good news for the audience. I've not heard anything about this story before. This just sounds like the most pretentious, cunty day out ever. What the fuck were you doing going into a bespoke perfumery don't knock it until you try it mate i wanted to smell like cocaine and come there's a there's a there's a bespoke perfumery in covent garden and when you go in like if you're the guest the lady locks the door so you're the only guest like you're almost michael jackson in harrods in your sort of 1990 yeah and then she's very yeah, and then she gives you like an hour-long experience where she tries to work out your essence and your you know just your spirit she gives you a kind of reading and then she works out what, what what will suit you and she gives you all these things to try and then you spend lots of money on some cum and with you guys <laughs> with you guys she came to the uh, she came to the end and was like yes do you want to try the cum and the cocaine <laughs> they're just basically she's just telling you yeah. what you already smell like and giving you options interesting yeah interesting I never thought about it like that I, yeah that time i definitely did just smell of cum and cocaine but yeah i've cleaned up my act now mum so you know yeah. you'll be proud jizzy cocaine in every single episode we do sam has to apologize to his mother at some point um have you given any thought to your wake we love to talk about the wake what's happening at the after party yeah i'm not the right person for this podcast am I? because i just assume when i die i die and i don't really give a shit but i i do actually yeah, but you're you're we're giving you the option to to to, to paint a picture of how we're going to enjoy your funeral it's for us really more than you i think one of the issues with this and it's gets quite deep into my psyche is that i hate the idea of people being sad over me dying so mm-hmm. as long as it was ideally in a selfish way everyone would be having a really good time and i hate the idea of i always imagine my, which is bad too and my parents there crying mm-hmm. you know it's sort of 
all this stuff because they should, presumably they they'll be dead already so that Hopefully. won't happen but yeah but you you for this podcast you get to choose when you die as well well after my parents i'll be hanging out with the dmt alien men and you can all <laughs> just have a nice time and party and um you know um I'd, I'd just they you people who are at the thing can decide what they want to okay. do because um i just that that because i'm a, such an empathetic and selfless man yeah so basically, it can be like free reign. Basically, you've just you've, your estate has hired out a room, and it's just your body in the middle, and then we can do whatever we want around it. To it and to it. Yeah. yeah. I, only thing is, I just want to be in. I want to be in a full Manchester City kit with shin pads. <laughs> okay. Full kit wanker. That's it. Yeah. I want to be a full kit wanker. There's a lady in Arizona who dedicated her body to science, and she signed up to it. And then her son found out, like, he was appalled because he found out that his, his mother's body was blown up by the military. I love that. In the desert because they, like, <laughs> strapped her in a chair and they filmed it. And they blew her up to sort of get an idea of what a human body goes through when a vehicle's hit by an IED. And uh, he found out. And he was, like, just donated to medical research. And then, yeah, they just blew his mother up in the desert. But, I mean, if you don't care what happens to you, then maybe we could blow you up in the desert. That sounds good, but now it's getting really close to Johnny Depp firing me out of a cannon. No, like he's he not allowed. Thompson. Yeah. I told you I don't want him there. It's the only thing I don't want. So it's like you can do that as long as he's not there. But also, if they if that was such an important scientific experiment, why didn't they just get the CCTV from 7-7? Then you can see what happens when an IED, when a bomb blows up a body. Loads of them. Well, this is it. They're just having fun, aren't they? If you donate your body to science, some dickhead's just going to have a fun with it. Because that's how people work. My mate, Majed, he, he went to medical school and they had to do some sort of course where they were dealing with dead bodies. And said, I think someone nicked a hand off like a corpse and, and like took it home for the weekend <laughs> and kept it in the fridge and then brought it back on Monday and got bollocked. And, and sat on it and then so, wanked himself off with did, it. And yes, it didn't you know, feel like Didn't him. the Australian army just do that with an Al-Qaeda guy? Well, probably. Uh, yeah, the Australians... Australians did a lot of trouble, aren't they? What have they done? They stole his... Um, they stole... Uh, they, they sort of did their own, like, grain. Like, they stole a, a prosthetic arm off a dead terrorist and, like, drank beer out of it. Foster's, probably. Yeah, they did a lot of bad killing that has been put down to, like, laddiness. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody lads, eh? <laughs> and, like... And talked about like as the Australian way of being. Um, this has been a really like we, we've gone off on a lot of tangents. Just a couple more before we bring it round to the end. Uh, this is important because we write it in the title of every episode. What do you want written on your gravestone? What's that really good one in uh, Highgate that he said? He just said, "I told you I was sick." That's um, Spike Milligan. I'll just nick Spike Milligan's. That sounds good. We've already had Spike Milligan. You have to come up with someone your own. Or what about um, Here Lies David St. Hubbins <laughs> and Why Not? Oh, Perfect. That, I could do like a Spinal Tap one. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, great. Turn it up to 11. So you've lived in Canada for... How, mo- how long have you lived there now? About 15 years? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. So you lived there. When you die, do you want to be buried there or do you want to be sent back to like be buried under the city ground? Uh, I want the only... I don't even identify necessarily as being English. I certainly don't identify as being Canadian. The only thing that I can't escape and you can't escape death is being Northern. So yeah, I'd, I, I bought a little patch of land somewhere near Clitheroe that made me a Lord. Okay. I did one of those mm. things. Well, Sophie did it for me. So I'll probably get buried there in my own little Lord's patch of land. Beautiful. Oh, like yeah. Arthur Fowler from EastEnders. And there's a Just lot like that. When I was at college, uh, lads from Clitheroe, which is a little shitty town up north we call we call them the clit heroes 
That's that sounds good. I know it's a that good thing. Sound like a bad thing no, it, was, it wasn't yeah. an insult. It was just like yeah, from Clither. Yeah. I mean, what do you have to do to be a hero of the clip? Just find it. Well, we all know it doesn't exist. No, that's the G spot. I think that's being a G hero. I think yeah, that's a G hero. A clip's just I think that's just being uh, that's the bare minimum these days. Feminism, you know, it's gone mad on it. <laughs> oh God, second cancellation of the episode. Uh, James, how do you want to be remembered? As a bloody good bloke. <laughs> bloody good bloke. <laughs> As a bloody good bloke. <laughs> Yeah, I hope people think that was a nice person. I've always tried to be, you know, and maybe someone who uh, worked really hard. Mm. I think you're all those things, mate. No, and funny, maybe. Loved a pint. Loved a pint. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to stay quiet during that bit because I was just thinking, yeah, I could probably get away with some people thinking I'm a good bloke, but could anyone say that I've worked hard? Seems unlikely. Well, we're doing this right mm. now. You could just be furloughed off, couldn't you? Wanking somewhere, and you do. We're doing yeah, a Zoom podcast. Let's face it. No one's paying us, so is that work? Yeah, yes. of course it is, yeah. It's more it's, work it's, when you're uh, not getting paid. Yeah, it's it's like uh, you've got to do this. It's like stretching the canvas when you're hungover because you can't be asked painting. You know, you're still there doing it. Stretching the canvas. Um, James, thanks so much for coming on the show. I've really enjoyed it. All the way from Canada, our first Canadian guest. I think it just shows it shows how far we've come that we can oh, that's really nice. travel yeah. the Atlantic for this, or at least... Uh, well, there's only about four people over here, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's you, Jack Villeneuve. can't think of any other Canadians. Yeah, he's Greg Rosetsky. Greg Rosetsky is British. Lennox Lewis. Lennox British. Look him up. Look up their Wikipedia's, both of them. They're... No, Lennox, Lennox, born in Britain, moved to Canada, came back to Britain at 12. Greg Rosetsky, admittedly Canadian, but turned British. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, Canadian. Alanis Morissette. Is she Canadian? Yeah. She, I thought she was from... Thank you, India. No, she just got into mysticism like George Harrison. It was the 90s, wasn't it? Like George Harrison... Alanis Morissette and uh, uh, Cooler Shaker. Yeah, no, Cooler Shaker's better. Great, yeah, I liked them. Chris, Chris, they were a bit underrated, probably. I think they, I think they regretfully should have probably moved away from the mystical bollocks for the second album. But the second album's first song, Great Hosanna, was excellent. But you can't do that anymore, can you? It's appropriation. Yes, that's right. As seen by Adele dressing in a Jamaican bikini for a yeah. carnival. I thought she was all right for doing that. You're allowed to do that in Notting Hill, aren't you, these days? Yeah, but the press, the Mail Online obviously picked oh. up on it. Oh, the Mail Online. I miss Fat Adele. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the woman scorned. I miss her. I liked her kind of woman, yeah. cu- you know, cuckolded woman. She's a Spurs fan from Tottenham, so she's good in my book, whatever she does. Sam got kicked out of the White Hart Lane once, didn't you, Sam? You should tell that story There's on New on White Hart Lane, Lane, yeah. Oh, yeah, I- I did. I worked there with Blackie, our friend, friend of the podcast. Um, yeah, I worked there, and we got sacked for being racists. Um, even though I'm not a racist, I would like to. Point That's out. what they all say. Anti-Semitic. If we're going to be official about it, something that's actually going to be saying some of my best friends are Jewish. <laughs> Black, Blackie said a naughty word that the actual the Tottenham fans themselves describe themselves as, and I'm not going to repeat it because I'm not racist, and I'm not a Tottenham fan, and I would never say it, and I never said it. But yeah, I did get sacked. He, he misjudged the audience slightly, being that yeah. the fans loved it, but the officials from Tottenham didn't We were in the, the Sun newspaper, and um, mm. yeah, and Ho- Jose, oh, it wasn't Jose at the time, who was it? it was Poch, yeah. Poch. Poch had Poch. to comment on it, saying, yeah, we'll not be tolerated. Sorry, Mom. It's, uh, yeah, this is yeah. kind of fascism. I miss you, Poch. Uh, James, thanks so much for coming on the show. Now, now is your opportunity to plug anything you'd like. Tell our audience where to go to listen to your stuff and hear your podcast and stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, we're in the podcast world here, aren't we? So, yeah, at, at Impossible Way of Life. It's my um, favorite podcast. And uh, 
it's a good podcast it's very funny and um like i say if you take all the things that we say seriously you'll uh you'll get laid so that's about it and we're on yeah instagram you can find us as a patreon impossible way of life and um i hope to see you all there and uh, i'm very available to uh, you know sort of instagram messages and things like that so if you want us to do any records specifically or Patreon. talk about anything i'll do anything Sam, have you been on Impossible Way of Life? I have, yeah. I was a guest for the... Oh, what was Sam like, James? He was good, really good on it. We did the Beach Boys Pet Sounds, and he was really good because oh. he knows loads about it. Oh, big Beach Boys fan. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to come back for the um, the Cooler Shaker second album. <laughs> I mean, that would be really good. What was it called? It was called like Wizards and Dinosaurs <laughs> or something. Peasants, Pilgrims, and Pagans. It was, uh, it was, it was Pigs, Pigs, Peasants, and Astronauts. Yeah, there you I go. Think it was. That's when they started yeah. taking acid. <laughs> um, James, thank you so much. Guys, please do follow us on Instagram at Pod It's Your Funeral. Subscribe to us. Drop us a comment in a rating Apple podcast. And send a, any of your funny funeral stories uh, to Pod It's Your Funeral at gmail.com. Also, follow at Bomb Cruise on Instagram and listen to my other podcast, Almost Famous. We'll be back next time with another episode. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.